Welcome to the POV Hamilton Podcast, where we're talking to innovators, educators, leaders, and builders across the Steel City. We have the most diversified economy in Canada, and there are hundreds of stories waiting to be told of the people, the companies, and the organizations making it happen. Here's whose point of view you'll be listening to today. Hey, everyone. So excited to be speaking with you today. My name is Ashley Montague, and I am one of the co-owners of Black Owned. Um, In addition to myself, there is also Abigail Montague, who is one of the co-owners of Black Owned. And I'm Alex Montague, and I am one of the co-owners of Black Owned. And yeah, we are just people who really love Hamilton and felt the need to support Black Hamiltonians and their businesses. Black Owned was born on Blackout Tuesday, which I believe was June 2nd of 2020. And basically, like, we were just seeing a lot of these performative acts on social media in terms of hosting the Black Square. We really couldn't understand, like, how this was actually supporting um, Black people during that time. Um, And one of the number one ways to support people is through your purchasing power. And I, we just started to accumulate a list of all the different Black-owned businesses here in Hamilton for ourselves and also to share with the general public via social media. And once we kind of had this like really good list going, we're like, okay, our younger sister was like, let's make this a social media page. So that's when we started um, Black Owned Hamma on Instagram. And like within uh, one day we had like thousands of followers. Uh, People just really wanted to show their support and that way they're going to do it through um, supporting businesses. So that's kind of how Black-Owned Hamlet started. Since we've started, uh, Black-Owned has taken off and we are so grateful to the community for supporting the platform, but not only the platform, the Black-Owned businesses. Uh, Some of the things that we've done over the last year and a bit is to implement our merch. So we started selling Black-owned merch and um, through the sales of the merch, it's helping us to support um, the development of programming for the Black-owned businesses, which has been really cool. And um, another thing that we did was over the holiday season, we had a advent calendar, so a countdown to Christmas And each day, a different Black-owned business was featured, and they were offering sales or discounts to shop with them over the Christmas season. Fast forward to uh, February and March, we held two virtual markets, and um, we had one that was specifically women-focused to honor uh, Women's Month, Women's History Month, and then um, we had one that was general in February Uh, as well that had both you know that had everyone present essentially that was partnered with edge and acbn of mississauga as well as halton black voices in the halton region so that was really dope Um, in addition to that we received funding to do a feasibility study from the investment readiness program which was really cool and uh 
something that we are working towards now is doing an outdoor market with uh, Girl on the Wing and the city of Hamilton. So stay tuned for that. That's coming up August 14th. Hamilton is such a unique city in terms of we always are supporting local. Like if you're from Hamilton, like all you do, you're a diehard Hamilton fan. And even during the pandemic, many different people were supporting their local businesses by buying gift cards or ordering takeout. So I believe like during the tensions of the George Floyd um, murder, people really wanted to show their support, but they really just didn't know how. And buying from people, doesn't really seem like activism, but it actually is a very approachable form of activism by like literally like we're here to spend your money with us. So I believe in terms of why we got so many followers is because this is an idea that people could actually get behind and it seemed really reasonable. Like if you want to support us, buy from us. And then in terms of having businesses wanting to be on our list, the pandemic was a very trying time for businesses. Unfortunately, a lot of our favorite businesses went under or had to close. But Mm -hmm. with like support from our followers, a lot of our businesses were able to sustain themselves and actually gain popularity and gain new customers because of these followers. So I think that's why they really wanted to be on this list. I think, too, to add on to that, uh, people are just interested in knowing faces behind the business. Mm -hmm. And I think that's also what probably propelled the popularity, maybe, or, you know, people's desire to shop with these people is because uh, the way that we share the business owners on our page is that we also share their faces. Um, So it's not just about, oh, um, for example, Juice Kitchen, uh, which was our very first feature. It's also about Mo being the Mm -hmm. owner of Juice Kitchen. (laughs) Yeah, we wanted to let people know that these are your neighbors. Initially, we were all working our full-time jobs or going to school and trying to do this as well. And you have an influx of uh, people filling out the Google forms, like, how can we be featured? How can we get on this page? And we're just like, we want to be there to help and support you guys. This is wonderful. Um, In addition to that, some of the stories that we've heard just by featuring someone on the page, how, um, for example, one person, uh, came back and said to us, wow, now I'm able to, uh, you know, register my tax account because I'm earning, I've been able to earn that much that now I need to, you know, register a tax account to, to, to legitimize that side of my business, which is amazing. (laughs) Um, another person, uh, specifically with the pandemic, uh, business was low. Once they were featured on the page, they gained, uh, Instagram followers. They, they, as Alex was saying, new customers and an increase in business flow during, uh, the pandemic, which is amazing. So people have definitely been receiving positive impacts by being a part of the different initiatives that, that we have hosted over the last year. So the feasibility study was sponsored by a grant that we received. And through that grant, we basically had to 
prove that Black-owned Hamont was a necessity and like a, a legitimate business that needed money to be funded, basically. So we had to prove yeah. that we have a place here in Hamilton and potentially wider like Canada. Mm-hmm. And through the feasibility study, we launched a survey. We wanted to hear from Black-owned businesses why they need something like Black-owned Hamont to help them grow. And so we did, like through word of mouth, through Instagram, through us actually DMing all these businesses, going to the businesses themselves and letting them know like, hey, like there's a link, there's a survey that we need you to fill out as well as having a consultant group that helped us with this survey and this study, um, we were able to um, launch this report that Ashley will talk to you about in terms of administrating it. Yeah, so um, we worked, as Alex was saying, with Innovation Culture Group. Um, It is a Black-owned consultancy group out of Toronto. And they were featured on the government's website through the investment readiness program. I think it's called InnoWeave. So they're consultants that like the government approved to be able to to work on uh, these projects with us. And so um, they really facilitated a lot of the uh, secondary research. So we took a look at the ecosystem, what is already available. And as you know, for example, here in Hamilton, there's McMaster Innovation Park, there's Mohawk College, there is uh, the YWCA, there's the city of Hamilton itself that has the business center. So there are programs here um, uh, to support businesses. And, um, you know, where does Black owned fit in amongst those? And uh, with the primary study that we did, so the questionnaire, 105 businesses responded uh, to our survey. And uh, just to let you know, on our list, there's over 150 businesses that are there. So it's, it's just really cool to see within two and a half weeks that we had that response of 105 businesses here in Hamilton. Um, responses came from not only Hamilton, but Brantford, uh, Niagara region and Halton region as well. So very, very cool to see. So with this, with this study now, we are, we are ready to launch a, um, program. There's basically three services that are coming out of it, a training arm to enhance our marketing arm, as well as maybe consultancy services that uh, black owned could provide to those mature businesses that don't necessarily need to go through a full on training program, but might need the assistance to take them to the next level. It was very interesting to see the identified industries of the business owners within the Hamilton region, greater Hamilton region. So you had industries from creative services to healthcare, manufacturing, insurance, finance, uh, real estate, information, communication and technology, hospitality and tourism. So uh, the businesses here, business owners here um, really take up space in a lot of industries, which was fascinating for me to see. Uh, other cool facts were 64 percent of the overall businesses who responded are, are home based. 50 uh, percent of them operate online. of them occupy retail spaces 
and 18% of them are mobile, so on the move. And um, for this question in particular, you were able to select like different categories for where you fit in because you could operate online and be mobile um, if you understand there. But yeah, so it was that to me was very interesting to see where the businesses are located. Uh, 45% of those who responded are full-time in their business. 30% are still in the startup phase and 32% consider uh, it, uh, their business a side hustle. Um, overall, the services that they require are like in marketing, um, how to acquire customer, how to build loyalty with their customer base. Financing was a big one, business plan and startup grants. Um, it would, that, that part of it, again, is just really interesting to see. Um, Alex, did you want to speak specifically to the youth? Yeah. Um, so 42% of our respondents were between the ages of 18 to 29. So that means that the entrepreneurs, the Black entrepreneurs here in Hamilton, based on our study, were young. Um, so that also leads into 70% of their revenue between the ages of 18 and 29 uh, was $10,000 or less. So there is a desire for young people, young Black Hamiltonians uh, to start businesses, but they need support and they need um, help in skill development. So yeah, I think that was one of the surprising findings we had. One of the major things that we identified is called the Black Youth Entrepreneurship Hub acronym that we've created, B-Y-E-H, um, will be pronounced Bay. <laughs> so the Black Youth Entrepreneurship Hub, we want to implement this as a way to really focus in on that age group, um, 18 to 29, 30 uh, who are starting businesses, but need that additional support to grow. And I think what's interesting here is I mentioned some of the other services that are already available here in Hamilton, but what you realize is that some of these um, programs that are in place are supporting like tech uh, businesses or manufacturing, or maybe it's only woman only focused. Um, so it kind of leaves out some of these businesses that are starting up from the black youth entrepreneurs. And also a lot of these programs are other focused on, Hey, let's scale up because you're already doing so awesome. So how do we like turn you times 10 <laughs> or, um, here's the startup program to get you started. Like you don't have an idea or you might have an idea and Hey, we'll help you get it off the ground. But what's that? in between. I have my idea. I put it out there. I'm making some revenue, but I need to take it to that next level that will lead me to uh, scale up. And I think this is where this program will fall into place. Bay will be there uh, to um, support businesses that are already starting, that are earning, um, that are already earning uh, money. And um, we're going to develop the help them develop the skills and give them a growth plan to move forward in their in their business. And the hopes is that we will have sponsors that will contribute to us being able to offer a grant. Um, so having a pitch opportunity for the businesses at the end, as well as mentorship uh, to allow for that continuity post the training. So hey, 
here's a mentor you're assigned with, implement your growth plan, and you'll have somebody along the way with you there. Some of the next steps is to incorporate the business as a nonprofit uh, to get an advisory team up and running and um, to launch this by January 2022. So what we've already done is landed seven members on our advisory team, um, which is amazing. And it's a diverse representation as well. People within the city, people at McMaster Innovation Park, uh, business owners within Halton and Hamilton region, as well as a person from the Hamilton Chamber of Commerce who has strong ties with uh, Niagara. So already we're envisioning growth into these regions and um, not solely focusing on Hamilton, but the greater Hamilton area. Um, And yes, the goal is to launch our pilot program by January 2022 uh, with our first cohort. We have been in talks with the city and we are getting to have partners in the city and that's amazing. And we're glad that that relationship is already starting and growing as well as from a customer level, definitely continuing to support black owned businesses in Hamilton, visiting our page, recognizing like these are your neighbors. Yes, we are black owned, but at the same time, like it's really important to recognize it's Hamilton and these business owners deserve a place here in Hamilton. And then from a black business owner perspective, Coming to us, also coming to other um, Black-owned organizations here in Hamilton and starting to build a network that supports each other and wanting to see growth for each other. So I think it really is those three areas that will help uh, take Black-owned to the next level and Black entrepreneurs to the next level. Yeah, I think it's just to add on uh, to what Alex is saying, um, highlighting the aspect that our survey highlighted um, that entrepreneurs here are young. Uh, We mentioned 42% were in the age group of 18 to 29. However, 44% were also in the age group of 30 to 45. So between 18 to to 45, entrepreneurs here are young. And I think the future um, that Hamilton should be really looking at is how can we have these businesses stay here? Um, As we are looking to develop the programming, so not only the training program, but we're looking to implement workshops that will be uh, more accessible to everyone, not just youth. Um, That important thing here is that we're looking for partnerships in the community. Um, We are looking for funding to be able to um, execute the uh, pilot program. We're looking for mentors who mentors, people who have been successful here in business or know about marketing or know about specific aspects of businesses that wouldn't mind working with us alongside as we grow, help to grow these black businesses. Um, So mentorship, funding, as well as people with the knowledge and skill set to teach some of these courses. Um, Particularly here, we are looking for uh, BIPOC uh, representation 
um, to, to be able to facilitate these courses um, and execute on the curriculum that we are developing. You can follow us on Instagram at B-L-K-Owned-Hamont. So Hamont is spelled H-A-M-O-N-T if you're not from Hamilton. And then our website is blkown.ca. So blackown.ca. Thanks for listening. Make sure you're subscribed so you never miss an episode. And please consider rating and reviewing as it helps others to find the show. For more information or to listen to past episodes, go to povhamilton.com.